0: Activia helps support a healthy gut. Your gut is where it all begins. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Proud sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry.
1: Hello and welcome to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. Folks, for this week's show, we're focusing on healthy eating and healthy living with one of Ireland's foremost experts, She's a three-time Irish Olympian and former world indoor champion. And after retiring from athletics, she's been a best-selling author, TV presenter, coach, and has developed her own digital platform on health, nutrition, and self-care at Derval.ie. Derval O'Rourke, welcome back to Real Health. How are you?
0: Hello, I'm great. It's lovely to be here. Even though it would be nice to be in person, it's kind of nice to feel like I'm in your house.
1: And, and Ditto, before we came on, I was saying how fantastic your office looks. It looks really kind of calm and mellow and quite chilled. It looks great. Yes. How's life? I'm going to start there. How is life? How has life been over the last six or seven months? The whole country's kind of been in a little bit of a tailspin, I think. And I always ask our guests now how they have been the last couple of weeks and months.
0: In general, I mean, life is, is good in terms of, you know, we're all kind of healthy, which I think is the, the first thing in terms of my family and my husband's family um but then I think the flip side is (laughs) it's been quite stressful um I have two small kids a five year old 18 month old and when the country went into lockdown and you're trying to juggle that and you're trying to juggle work um I I find it really really stressful um I found it extremely tough like I in one way you loved having the time but it wasn't time without your other responsibilities so it became quite stressful and I think there was just a large group of people who were just trying to juggle all that with work. And then, you know, the other side, I was worried about my parents. You know, I still am quite worried. You know, they're relatively healthy, but they're both in their late 70s. And, and they probably hate me saying that, so hopefully they don't uh, watch this. Um, <laughs> But, you know, yeah, so it's it's mad. It's been absolutely mad. And I think it's definitely been a time where I've absolutely said my health, my family's health, everyone's health, that's our priority. It, our priority is to be well. Um, physically, mentally, and to just kind of make our worlds very small and mind ourselves within that kind of restriction, which, yeah, so it's been mad. Like, I think if I said anything other than it's been mad, I would be lying.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a busy, a busy household and a busy life, uh, certainly, and where we're locked down. I think a lot of, for a lot of people, it's simplified life and it's simplified what's important, where we've all kind of, myself included, we've set back and, and seen okay, these are the things that are really, really important to me, whether it's a business thing or whether it's, it's family life and family health. I think a lot of people have been through the kind of metamorphosis of change where they, they, they see life in a very different way than what they did before.
0: Yeah, I think I'm definitely one of those people. I, I'm the, I have the type of personality where I'm always going. Like I know we know each other a long time and I'm always working on stuff and I'm always, in my personal life, I always have different ambitions to be doing different things and it made me stop and i'd say it's the first time i've stopped in a really really long time and my work life balance with the kids is certainly better i think post you know the past 6 months and i think going forward i'll take a lot from that um so that's been that's been quite good and that's been quite interesting and i think i've definitely you know and you've kind of alluded to it gone to like what actually makes me happy like what are the th- what do i actually care about day to day week to week month to month what are the things that make me want to get out of bed and we kind of all kind of got off that craziness that is life for a little while and I don't think that's a bad thing
1: and very much so people are back in the kitchen they're back they're cooking more than ever before and pulling book, cookbooks out more than ever before and making stuff which is really really interesting it's back to basics it's back into the kitchen back prepping food and making food and that's a big change
0: Yeah, it's fascinating. I feel like I became people's personal go-to ingredient (laughs) uh, dinner designer. Like people would DM me on Instagram, Hi durable. I have these ingredients. And then I'd have my friends WhatsApping me like voice notes going, um, I have two chicken fillets, I have some broccoli, and I was there like telling all these people what to do with their ingredients. Um and then obviously on you know, my side on durable.e, we we went from like because we would be see the numbers all the time from a certain amount to literally five times the amount of people looking at dinner recipes, dinners and snacks. I feel like was what lockdown was all about on our site was all dinners and snacks. And now actually we've started doing a live cooking demo on a Wednesday. I've seen that.
1: Yeah. I've seen it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
0: Because like people got so into cooking and then there's this amazing lady, Trish She's a fabulous chef. And I was like, Trish, she's full of energy, like full of energy and just is amazing. And I was like, will you cook for all of us every Wednesday from your home into our homes? And so that's kind of re-inspired me as well, because I think when you work in the space of wanting everyone to be healthy and well, you have to kind of remember remember yourself in it all. So yeah, I've been enjoying that. So she was on every Wednesday, she's on every Wednesday night. So that's been really interesting and that's been quite fun. But I think, yeah, we're all back in the kitchen. People who never cooked before are starting to cook. Um, I know you're a big fan of that. So I think in that, from that point of view, it's been really great.
1: And is cooking something that you've always loved to do? Is it always been an interest or was, you know, when you were competing, I'm presuming it was fuel for the body and it was seen as fuel. And then, you know, where did your love for, for cooking come from?
0: I couldn't cook at all when I went to college. When I first started college, I was the typical student where I just wanted to eat whatever was cheap. And I couldn't cook at all. And then I went to the Olympic Games and I got really sick. And afterwards, I realized the importance of eating to feel well. But actually, I love food so much. Food is like such an experience for me in that like I love tasty food. So I was like, okay, if I have to eat to be healthy, I have to enjoy it. So then I started experimenting with recipes, probably like it's so funny because the industry is so busy now in terms of health, but I was probably recipe testing in like 2005, like 15 years ago, I would say. I started my first notebook with like okay what am I going to do with these ingredients and then I went to cookery school in the middle of my career um, I went straight from the London Olympics to cookery school because I just wanted a completely different headspace and um, yeah so I, I, I didn't love it in my early 20s and now I love to cook like, but I know now because I have two kids cooking can be a little bit of like right okay it's a necessity to survive so I try to during the week do things that make it easy and then at the weekends, I'll do more relaxing cooking when the pressure's off a little bit.
1: And what are the for people starting out uh, or just starting to cook? What, what are the, the simplest things they can do? And what are some of the biggest mistakes that people often make?
0: I think okay, if you want to start eating healthy, I think take all the crappy stuff out of your house because if it's there, you're going to eat it. Like genuinely, I found myself hiding in a cupboard in my kitchen last night eating a packet of crisps that someone had dropped over. <laughs> <laughs> in I was hiding in a cupboard. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Take the crap out. Get rid of it. Don't hide in a cupboard like I did for my children. That's the first thing. Um, So fill your house with ingredients that you're going to use. So think about your freezer. Stock your freezer well. I think people forget about their freezers. Whatever limited space you have, just put in lots of veggies in there. Veggies, some meat in there, some like new pittas in there maybe. That's quite handy. Um, And then I think stock your cupboards with what you need. And then go, what are the fresh things I'm going to buy once a week and start to plan like on a Sunday evening or whatever day works for you, go, what are the dinners I want to eat this week? And if I'm going to eat spaghetti bolognese on a Monday evening, make enough that you can have it for Tuesday lunch or that you can put a portion of it into your freezer. Um, I think that's really important, doubling up, cooking once, but eating two or three times from that one effort, I think is a really good thing to do. Um, Don't be afraid of cooking, but don't try to be amazing. If you're just starting, go, right, I'm going to nail down three or four dinners, a couple of snacks, and just slowly build up like your repertoire of things you can do. But I think definitely ingredients and planning. It's not very exciting. It's a bit boring, but that's the key. Like if the ingredients are there, you'll be able to use them. If they're not there, you'll just eat crap probably.
1: And it's like, it's one of the key things for overall health tips, whether it's food or movement or mental health, that planning component is a cornerstone of being healthy.
0: Absolutely. I think you have to give yourself a few minutes regularly to just go, okay, let's count things down here a bit now. What do I want to do? Like on a Sunday evening, I always plan what I'm going to do fitness wise for the rest of the week. So I know what my diary is like work wise and I know what's going on with the kids and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, this, this. Like, we do a live session on my site on a Monday night and a Thursday night, so I'll always do those. Um, so I know I've got those going on. And then I go, what else do I want to slot in around? So I do that on a Sunday night. Literally, I have a hard diary. Like, I'm one of these people that, even though I'm mad into tech and I have lots of people, thankfully, on my site, I still write everything into my diary. So I do I've that One a here, Sunday
1: I <laughs> here looking at you.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, I just love it. So I'll do that. I'll be like, okay, write that into my diary. And then also I I start to get my head around work planning because I'm seeing the different things that are going on for the week ahead. Um, So I'll do that. Then I'll generally put something in that gives me energy in a joyful way. Nothing to do with fitness, nothing to do with cooking, just like what is a bit of crack for the next seven days. And I'll write it in. So it could be like, okay, I'm going to FaceTime somebody because now so much it's so hard to meet people, you know, so I'm going to FaceTime, you know, one of my best pals lives in America or I'll put something in for the sheer crack because that's good for my mental health space. Um, And then in terms of food, I'll plan out a few dinners. I'll look, I'll go into the kitchen. I'll be like, right, what ingredients do we have? Anything that's gone off as well? Get out of your fridge, check your freezer. If it's more than a few months old, you're probably never going to eat it. If you don't know what Mm -hmm. it is because you froze it without a label, it needs to leave your house. So I do that kind of thing on a Sunday evening. I find it quite calming. The other thing I do that I find calming, and I don't know if this is part of healthy lifestyle, you can tell me, Carl, is I declutter and organize. And oh Sunday yeah, evening.
1: best. To, I, I get sadly excited by that. It does it for me. It's so exciting. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> that, but I'm like, that too. This is who we are now. We need to embrace it. I'm there. Okay, I'm going to organize my clothes. Or, I'm gonna, and I'll, or I'll pick a child and will be like, I'm going to organize my son's clothes and my daughter's. Or I'm going to be like, I'll organize the kitchen worktops. And then everything's just a bit calmer. So I think yes. take, taking that time to not be doing it to plan it, write it down, and then just get organized is
1: really important. You're listening to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. Okay, so let's take it from food onto exercise. Uh, First of all, how do you find training now as a normal person? Uh, And how did you adjust to that when you stopped racing?
0: It's interesting. Like, I haven't competed. Like, this is going to be my eighth year that I have not been a professional athlete. So, like, I feel when I look back, I even find it hard to remember what that life was like. So, now my approach to exercise is like, what can I do that I will enjoy? that I'll get, like, I'll get maximum benefits from, and that fits into my life, that's how I approach exercise, um, so I would love to do some of the stuff I would have done as a professional athlete, but I don't have the luxury of going to a track for two and a half hours, or being in a gym for an hour and a half, like, that's not my life now, I'm very time kind of sensitive, because I'm just always juggling with kids, so, um, I just go, like, I do, I do, and honestly, I'm not just saying it because it's my stuff, but I do our online stuff because I know it'll be 30 minutes. So like I know on Monday at half seven, I can generally get the kids into bed by 7.20 and then I know by 8.10, I'll have done 30 minutes that are effective for me. And then on Thursday, it's 8.30. So I know, I know that and I know it's kind of somewhere between 30 and 40 minutes. And I think in the space of an entire day, 30 to 40 minutes isn't a huge amount. So I think that kind of adjustment from professional athlete, I'm training my body to try and compete at the Olympics, to busy juggling mom, trying to stay, hold it all together. It's, it's been eight years in the making. So now I just move to mind myself. I think it's very important as well that no matter what age, what level, that you find a way to move. I just think it's so essential
1: yeah so it's finding exercise that works for you finding a time space that works for you whether it's 10 minutes half an hour an hour it's got to fit into your lifestyle and it's also prioritizing so the online stuff for you and the fact that it's live means you have to be there and you can't not turn yep. up so it's a it's a kind of a it's priority for it, for which makes it kind of cemented into your week almost do you find that brings pressure when you're delivering live sessions like that and if you know if someone pops up in a comment I don't know if they have or not, I don't know, but I, you know, oh, your squat is 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 wrong or your deadlift is whatever. How do you handle that if somebody does?
0: Well, so a thing I do, and like I've always done it, is like I know what I do well, right? And what I do well is generally like bringing together brilliant people. So like in our live workouts, we have coaches that deliver them. So like I have the girl that trains me, delivers the live workout. So I'm doing it in my bedroom but she's delivering it to her whole community. And I'm just like what, everyone else where right? I'm just like talking codology in the comments and having a laugh. So no one's, and I put bits up on Instagram and stuff, but like I'll always make sure. And it's always been a really important thing to me that like, you know, we have a Pilates girl that works with us. She's amazing. I would never take a Pilates class. That's not what I do. Um, you know, even like I because I, I've got to cookery school so I could probably do some live cooking and stuff and I do a little bit of that on my Instagram but I know Trish brings something totally different so she does that so I suppose in terms of like criticism and people kind of making comments I we really don't get it because I think the content is such high level um but you know like in life you would always get criticism like like you will get random things about something. Someone might message me on Instagram and tell me my hair is terrible. I should change it. You know? So, how, like, how do you
1: deal, like, how do you deal with that then? If that happens? I always ask people who have big followings what they do in that situation. Do you respond?
0: I would have. I think I would have up to a year ago. I would have responded. But now I just don't bother because I think it's mad. So, I'm like. <laughs> mad that's a bit mad well i i would i would probably just delete the comment and like so i suppose in my previous career like i was very public facing and it was public facing you know kind of you have a country waiting to see how quick you can jump 10 hurdles And people were always commenting good, bad, or indifferent. So I got very used to not, like, if someone told me I was brilliant, I didn't really believe But If someone told me I was terrible, I didn't believe But If they told me I did grand, I just never took it on. So I've always been very strongly of the opinion that the most important opinion is kind of your own opinion. So like, whatever my opinion is on myself, what I'm doing, that's the number one opinion I need to tune into. And sometimes my own voice, like everybody in my head, isn't as positive as it should be. And I have to kind of check myself and say, All "Right, dear, well, like you need to back yourself a bit here. So I don't, I don't like the nice stuff is lovely, but also you have to care more about what you think yourself than what everybody else thinks. Yeah.
1: So in terms of protecting your mental health, it's very much backing yourself and caring about yourself and then just not respond. I think, if COVID has taught people anything, it is that kind of just not bothering to get to engage because people are looking for that row. They're looking to pick a bone for just for the crack to have a row of an an evening. And it's just not bothering with it and just moving on and backing yourself and keep going forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I think the internet generally and social media, there's a lot of really big positives to it. Like, and, It's brought loads of positives to my life. Um, Some of the people I've connected with online, different people I work with, like people in our our community are just such positive, lovely people. Um, So I just think about that side of it. And I think the other side of it's like everything in life, you kind of just have to go towards the good and just ignore the bad. Like, you know, it's like there's energizers and de-energizers. Just go towards the energizers and don't be worrying about the de-energizers.
1: Let's chat TV for a little bit. Uh, Fittest Family. What? How did you get into it? Do you like it or not? And do you do you find that TV brings pressure with it?
0: Oh, that's a really really interesting question. You know, we've we've filmed it, and it's going to be January, so that's a really big deal for us because um we didn't know if it would come back. You know, like, and it came back. We had to be really careful. There was a lot of restrictions. Um. So that's the first bit about T V okay, how did I get into it? It's I, in the very first season, I think they asked me to do it and I said no. because I, I didn't do the first year. I didn't even um I didn't even go and like do a screen test or whatever. I was just like, no, it doesn't sound like my thing. And then I retired because I was still competing. So I retired then and I was like, I think in no matter what you're doing in life, whether you're doing kind of things that I guess you do and I do sometimes where you're public facing or what I think I have this quote on my phone, right? And it's like, let it live before you kill it. So when I retired, I was like, I'm going to be open to stuff. I'm not going to do absolutely everything, but I'm going to be, I'm going to let it live before I kill the idea. And so the second year, they kind of came back and said, yeah, oh, you know, we're doing this. And I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to go and see what I think of it. So I did it. Um, and then I missed a year because I was due a baby. And then I missed a year because I was working in the Olympic Games. And then I've come back. So now we've been, the four of us, myself, Danica, Anna and Davey, the four coaches have been together now for like four or five years. Um, and that's worked really, really well. So I love it in terms of, I think what I think what it does is so genuine. It's literally like families who want to, race with each other against other people because they just want to do it for each other it honestly it there's that's what it is like they're not they're not arrogant they're not they're just amazing like even the other coaches families i have to stop myself really liking them and want to help them you know i'm like oh i know how they can get over the wall so i think it's such a pure show from that point of view um so i love that and we have we do have a serious laugh like we have savage savage crack and particularly this year it has been so tough on everybody and we actually got to spend a bit of time together and that was lovely we had great crack and we really enjoyed it but I suppose the flip side of if you're on television is then like if it's on a Sunday night I tend not to go like grocery shopping or whatever on a Monday do you watch will... it back never never really I... I don't watch anything that I'm on. (laughs) I I will never watch this. No offense, not because I don't think it's going to be good, but I can't stand watching myself. Years and years ago, someone told me I had to watch myself if I was going to do any media work, and I did, and I annoyed myself. So now I'm just like, I'm going to ignore that advice. I'm going to do it, be my entire authentic personality, and hope that that's fine. And so it's never on in my house. My daughter never sees it. Like
1: no way.
0: No, she never sees it. So like when I was filming it recently, she was saying, um, "Mummy's doing that thing. That means she's not here. (laughs) She doesn't, it's not on her radar. It probably will be more this year because she's in school. Um, So I think it'll be a bit more on her radar this year, but no, I don't, I Do you watch yourself?
1: I do, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's like that, and sometimes it's behind the couch. And then I, yeah, I, I do because I'd be very, I'd be critical of what I do, and I'd be very aware of trying to be good at it and trying to be better at it every time with every series that I've done. We've done this is we're heading in the show for series fourteen, and he, all by one, one year I told myself I wouldn't watch it, but now, but every other year I have done, and I'm all, almost critiquing everything about it. Uh, now I'm a bit more mature. I actually watch it back and just enjoy it for the show that it is. But uh, it's. It's odd like it's very strange watching it and the same as when a year when i first went for my first screen test i remember going into someone to say you've got to watch yourself back and critique yourself and it was horrific i'm still scared it's horrible it's like oh no it's just not nice i think i sound
0: different i think i look different and i think and i think with fittest family in particular um you're in these crazy situations (laughs) like you're in a bog with four people who so desperately want to win. For them, it's honestly all of us as coaches, it's never for ourselves. As much as we talk it up and we're competitive with each other, it's, you always want them to be happy, the families. And I'm like, I've no idea what I say to them. Like Donica will tell me things afterwards. So, do you know what you just said to me in the vlog? <laughs> I don't remember. It was in the middle. I'd rather never see it again. I'm so I'm glad other people get joy from it, but I have to I can't do it.
1: What does the future hold? We're, what if over the next? I know that's a big question. And it's a big, scary question because none of us really know. But from a business and maybe a personal perspective, how does the future look? That's
0: a really interesting question because I think from a business um, work perspective, I started Dervil.ie as this massive passion project where I'd gone from these two cookbooks where I wanted to bring content to life. I wanted to bring experts to one place. I wanted to deliver value. So, like, and it was this big idea. So getting that idea from that to it being an actual place where people could go and pay, nine, it's now nine euro a month, that's been massive, massive, massive for me. So I'm really proud of how far it's come. But now I'm like, okay, how do we make it even better? Like, So I'm always looking at, say... You know at the moment we're in the middle of a challenge so i'm looking at all the numbers like how like was this challenge good enough like with the how many of the sessions were used by people and i'm asking people like i was the other night i was on the phone for an hour and a half to one of the members from Gerbil asking her what her experience is and like how could it be better so i think that's where the future of the business is like it's online we've been online for a long time obviously you know we're nearly two years online and it's just like, how how do we keep evolving to deliver for people? Um, and I'm loving that. I love that. And I love that kind of idea of getting better and building the community. Um, yeah, so I guess work-wise, that, that makes me really passionate. You know, if I didn't do any other work, if I didn't do Fit as Family, if I didn't do any of the other things that I do from time to time, I'd be happy out working on just the online platform forever. I would. I love it. I absolutely adore it. Um, and then life-wise, I'm very conscious of, um, this is it seems really dark, but particularly in COVID, I always say to myself, if something happened in the morning, you know, something serious, um, would I be happy with my life? Would I be happy with how I'm spending my time? Um, would I be happy with the quality of that time I spend? And I make, I ask myself that now regularly. And I think going forward in the future, it's like, time is the only thing you can't buy. You don't have... As much as you ever want and I think I'm very very protective I'm getting more and more protective of my time and spending that with people I want to spend it with you know I think maybe a lot changes a lot changed for me when I became a parent and they're not going to be small forever they won't like they're at a stage where someone called my kids leg warmers the other day where all they want (laughs) to do is be around. that's honestly that's all they want to do but they won't always want to do that and I want to know that I it was always quality and I can always be there for what they need. And then, But then at the same time, have them have a mom that they can look up to and go, okay, she's building this big community of people so that everyone feels good and it's really positive. So, yeah, I, I hope. Did that answer the question?
1: That was a really good answer. That was a fantastic answer because it shows how driven you are. It shows the focus in terms of work, but also the balance that out with protecting your time protecting your family time and that both can be done in you know cohesion which is fantastic which is great if people want to follow you tell me uh, give us your instagram handle
0: um i always forget it which is awful <laughs> it's it, it's durable o.work um durable so if you just look up durable rourke, you'll find me and then on the site it's durable.ie very simple and then we have a really big facebook private group so if you ever search for me on facebook you'll find
1: me all over there as well fantastic dermal it's, it's been fantastic to catch up it really has we haven't seen each other for young so it, thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate it folks that's it for another episode of real health with me carl henry in association with leah healthcare as ever you know where we are real health at independent.ie don't forget to rate and review and we're back next week with more real health have a great day and we'll see you soon
0: Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Proud sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry.